Jamie, it's Josh here. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Josh. Hey, I wanted to offer, um, the weather's turning, and I didn't think about it, but if you guys are, do you have a place to stay in Eureka or, or uh, any place up north? Not, not yet. We Good evening. Howdy. <laughs> so there's a clear difference in enthusiasm for this podcast right now. But we have stories for you. How you doing, Mitch? I'm just knackered. I've got a bit of a stomachache because I just demolished a litre of chocolate milk. Uh, he's, he's taken the advice literally. And he's just demolishing, devouring <laughs> chocolate milk by the litre now. He'll be on to gallons next. Wow. Since... Yesterday. Yesterday, when we recorded our podcast early in the night, plenty has gone on. And I mean, like... We'll start... We'll start... Started last night. Just freezing. Oh, my goodness. It was very cold like hard nipples kind of cold gloves on in bed kind of cold we moved our tent next to the fire we had a raging fire going and it was wonderful but that still didn't do enough for us we were fully zipped like I was fully zipped up and had my head in the sleeping bag that's how cold I was yeah I was wearing a hoodie and then pulled then just fully cocooned myself in the sleeping bag, pulled it over my head. I think it dropped down to about one degree in Leightonville last night, and it was nippy. It and was... this morning, getting out of bed was the hardest thing ever. We just didn't do it. <laughs> At 6.30am, we were both awake in the tent, and like the kind of awake where you're alert. I just started replying to messages, and then I was like, but it's so freaking cold. Yeah. I can't get out of this tent. And then, so I went back to sleep for another two hours, boycotted the 8am start, woke up again at 9am, crawled out of the tent, and it was just hard going. But also by the campfire last night, we had a bit of a sing-along. Not Mitch and I, we weren't singing, but one of our hosts at the hip camp, Cameron Dan McDonald, as he'd like to be called. Yeah. Or is called a musician that played in Austinville. Austinville? Mm. Is that right? Yeah. Or Nashville. 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 Nashville, that's one. Uh, yeah, he gave us a Fleetwood Mac rendition and one of his own. So my reflection is snow. Come on here. songs and really got into it did he ever did he ever yeah kind of scared Mitch Mitch brought it up today on the bike he's a bit nervous were you? he oh. was just so calm and so settled and then the chorus came and he just was like, unleashed he was just screaming not the setting for it mate but it would have woken up surrounding yeah. Leightonville yeah all all neighbours it was a bit how are you going <laughs> it's 
one way to put it. So we got onto the road today. Yeah, after. So also touch note on once we did get out of the tent, Mitch had 11 sachets of oats. 11. Yeah, so 11 servings of oats. <laughs> I had had five and I I was full. I could, you know, one for every member of the soccer team. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, like, five's a fair bowl. Mitch had two fair bowls. Yeah. He's... I was hungry. Yep. Boys, boys putting in work. You can't deny that. Anyway, yeah, we got on the road, finally. Well, we went, but not for long. We rode a K and a half. And there were severe weather warnings issued yesterday for 8 to 16 inches of snow. Yeah. I don't know much about snow, but if that was rain, that's <laughs> phenomenal. And the thing I know about snow is it's a lot colder than rain. <laughs> and I don't want to deal with that. We are just not prepared for that. Mitch still only has a pair of shorts. Yeah, let that sink in. It was one degree and he only has a pair of shorts. <laughs> uh, yep. So we decided at Poor Girl's Coffee, our coffee jaunt for this morning, that we were going to go to Garberville. I just need to... Can I get a, a name check on that, Mitch? Garberville is, is correct. It, is it is Garberville? Yeah. Awesome. So on our way today... Uh, we got about, I'd say, 15 kilometres in and encountered our... Not even. It was 12. Yeah. 12 kilometres in and we... And it was about midday, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, because it was a late start. Late start. And I just got another flat. Mm. Two, two nil to me on the flat. I'm just going to let Mitch... Uh, Take the air for 30 seconds whilst I put my laptop on charge. It's exporting today's marvellous photos. Lovely. But keep going, Mitch. Yeah, so I just got the old uh, flat. Um, this time we successfully <coughs> fixed it eventually, but we got there. Um, yeah, pretty routine. Early life lesson is that it is confirmed we can change a bike tyre now. Yeah. Um, got back going pretty well, got another 20 or so K under our belt, and then the sign for the drive through tree arrived. Yep. And we decided, you know, that's a pretty cool thing. Don't get to drive through a tree. <laughs> Live. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Did you come up with that one? I don't know. I don't know. That was on the spot. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, so we saw the sign. We had two flats, actually. We changed it successfully, and then it went flat again. Um, so we also patched our first tyre today. Yeah. In a tube, yeah. In a, in a tube patch, so that was great. But, yeah. 35k's in, drive through tree. Oh, sweet. Sounds like a bit of fun, Mitch. Let's check that out. Veer off Highway 101 into Leggett. When the cops come, what are you going to do? You're Leggett. 
So yeah, we went into Leggett and uh, paid our five dollar entry each to see this tree. Um, it was astounding the road in there. That was probably like the funnest section of road coming into that park as well. No one on a really windy, massive redwoods. Like, yeah, you couldn't even see the top of them without like like sixty to eighty meters minimum. Uh, 80 made him in wow yep anyway yeah went in saw this tree had a bit of a photo shoot with the tree which you'll see soon it was so cool it was 2400 years old over 115 meters tall and yeah you could drive a car through it no worries yeah it was big so that was that and then we were riding back out. There's another little avenue of just phenomenal redwoods. So we taking some photos there. And what do you know, Mitch? What happened? Oh, I just snapped my chain. Oh, Friday the 13th, the day of mechanical issues. Hey, there's something in that. <laughs> there is. There probably is, you know. I don't know what follows Friday the 13th, but I hope it's... A well lubed chain and just no, easy riding and no flat tires. Yeah, you know what follows it? Sideways rain and Saturday the fourteenth, <laughs> two degrees and raining. Oh, what are we gonna do? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna buy some pants. That's a good start. We've got our ponchos. Yes, we do. Still packed. But uh, yeah, so we snapped a chain, so we, uh, I tried to repair it with a hammer and pliers. Well, actually no, we, we have a multi-tool in our toolkit. Especially for... Especially for moments like this, and so far, for all moments we've had, it's come to some kind of use. And then... It was... If we had this, the socket for it, it would have been good. Hmm. But we were missing the kind of wrench socket part of the chain breaker. We had the bit that breaks the chain, just not the bit that... Uh, to give us the leverage. To yeah. leverage and the tension. So we couldn't fix it. So we were like, all right, what do we do? They said there was a gas station a quarter of a mile away. So we walked our bikes to the gas station, which was also like paired to a what looked like a mechanic but the guy had no tools literally none none which yeah. i just found fascinating but he was very redneck and just wasn't open to helping yeah anyway we met this lady carla she gave us some advice she said walk five kilometers or three miles and you'll find the peg house there's also a camp spot there and maybe someone there will take us to garberville so off we went walking our bikes in the mindset of we have to go five kilometres, but then some other guy also told us it could have been ten kilometres or six well, miles. To give you an idea, though, we had spent quite a while at the big tree. It was it was about 4.30. At this stage, yeah, it's... Yeah. So we've got two... Past four. So we've got... Two and a bit hours of, of light. Good light, yeah. Um, so I I was getting a bit. Yeah, I could I could 
I could sense Mitch was a little bit stressed. Well, I just didn't want to be riding on that highway no, at night. Absolutely not. Sketchy enough in the day. So then the next stop after the gas station is we're on a corner and this guy drives around the corner, has bike racks on his roof, spots that we're walking bikes, notices something's up. What did you say to him? I waved him down. Oh, so Mitch waved him down and he puts his window down and we explain that situation with the chain. We don't have a working chain breaker. Our chain's broken and he's like, oh, I live nearby. I've got a chain breaker at home. I'll come back. And he does. So we sit on the corner for 15 minutes and old mate Steve. So we've met Carla and Steve, two lovely people of... The heroes. Of Leggett. Uh, yeah, Steve comes back and we probably spend like half an hour plus trying to fix this chain and eventually we do. We take out two links, get the pin back in, flatten the pin, shape the pin, get it back on the... It was tedious. It was so tedious. But we got there. And so then we... Are you happy with that part of the story? Yeah. Any more to add? Oh... Oh, I'm moving again. I'm rolling. Yeah. Main so. thing is, Mitch has a working chain. Alas, a working bike. Yeah. So we hit Highway 101 again. We get going. Probably put in... Yeah, it must have been... I'd say three or four K. No, um, a bit more because we passed that, that yeah, okay. peg house. Anyway, yeah going along and then all of a sudden we get run off the road by a truck we're just going along so there's no shoulder it's just lane middle line lane and just a white line on the edge of the bitumen tarmac road whatever that's the picture either side is essentially railing or or rock wall or a drop off or just nowhere to go so we're going along, just get blasted by this air horn, a truck air horn. It was it was frightening. And without thinking, Mitch and I both just swerve off into the ditch and land against this wall, basically. Come to a halt very quickly and this truck just flies by. Like, within, within a, I would say, a second or two of us stopping it was just past us and that wind you know it was just woof, yeah like it was very scary you felt it yeah it was very very close so the trucks today were pretty full on the road quality was good it was good road but today lack of shoulder but no shoulder yeah so that happened get back on the saddle because we don't have time to waste the sun's going down the shadows are noticeably colder and yeah in the the shade it was very cold it's worth noting we have 40 k's to cover yeah large so yeah we get going put in probably another mile or two and the road opens up again and there's a a lane for to take a rest or for pull over whatever and the truck that ran us off the road is waiting there and as he sees us coming down he gets out of the car or gets out of the cab 
truck, whatever you want to call it, and starts waving both arms above his head, like, clearly, like, stop, pull over, need to say something. And he just starts apologising. He's like, sorry, I was daydreaming. Yeah, he'd been driving 11 hours today or something. Yeah, something large. Um, didn't see us. He doesn't normally ring, uh, hit the horn, but had no other option. Saw us last minute, hit the horn, get out the way. And, yeah, he wanted to apologise for that. And then he went on to say, like, how dangerous the road is. It's the only route for trucks to take. And we have a journey ahead of us. Make sure you have no earphones in. And, like, kind of an erratic character, clearly scattered. Imagine that's just truck driver life. He's driving 500 and 550 miles a day, he said, which is... Nearly 1,000 kilometres. Yeah, it's like 800 to 900 kilometres a day, which is huge. And he does that five days a week. So this guy is putting in hours on the road. And, yeah, interesting situation to find ourselves in so the conversation's going a bit and I was like well do you have room on or in your truck for us to put our bikes because now it's like the sun's about to dip behind the hills also the the views are magnificent like insane from like a photography perspective there were layers and layers and layers of trees that would just make an awesome photograph but that was not the time to take photos. So anyway, he's like, well, it, w- it was a milk truck. It was like a 60 or 20 metre milk tank on the back. Yeah, it was a big, big, big boy. Big truck. But he's like, oh, I only have the sleeper. If you can fit your bikes in the sleeper, go for it. Mitch and I disassembled these bikes. So quickly. I'd, under three minutes. to, And that's a safe estimate i said mate give us five and we'll have it unpacked i reckon we did it in two they were in there within two yeah it was just we just, were just we didn't even talk we just knew yeah both bags just off the panniers camera bag off my front bag unlatched quick release on the wheels and all of a sudden we're in i was handing the frames to jamie and i'm sitting in the truck I'm on the floor, Mitch is in the passenger seat, and off to Garbonville we go. Yeah. So, first time in a truck for both of us. Yeah, which was interesting. Yeah, you're up there, it's a big, big vehicle. Yeah. The views were astounding, I was actually pretty happy to be in the truck. Not from uh, a point of tiredness, or not wanting to ride, but more so from a point of safety. Yeah. It was... Yeah, there were a lot of trucks on this highway today. And then there was one section of road. And if you see my Instagram story today, he says in the video, like, oh, yeah, a lot of diesel trucks have hit this tree. And you can see it's just tree, road, road, tree. Like, you have no space as yeah. a cyclist. No. and There's no shoulder. And the cars now had lights on. So, yeah, that's how we got to Garberville today. The route was about 74 kilometres. I think we did about 30 to 35. Not much. All it was very there. easy. Yeah. <laughs> Physically easy day. 
Uh, we had a few challenges today, lessons learned. I definitely know how to change a tyre. We need a new... We need a proper... Chain breaker. Chain breaker, not just one that's a part of a multi-tool. So Mitch is definitely going to need a service on his chain and bike. Yeah. I'm going to get one too, but yeah, Mitch is not going to say critical, but don't want it to go into the red zone. Yeah. I've, I've def- my chain's definitely slipping. Yeah. Every few pedals, um, you can feel it slip and it's it's an uncomfortable feeling, I'd say. It's just yeah. annoying if you... I remember that in Sydney. Yeah. You just like, go to hammer it. Yeah. And slips and, and yeah. dip. Yeah. It's just not ideal. Um, yeah. So that was route. Physically toughest part of the day. Uh, probably the hill. We did a few little nippy hills early. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Physically, right, mentally, I didn't. I just trusted t- the process today. I wasn't too stressed or concerned. I I figured figured that if worst case scenario we had our tent and I had enough rations for food, so yeah, and it wasn't. Oh, that would have been it worse. Would have been cold, but we didn't want waking to up. Waking up in the snow would have sucked though. Mm. But correct. It wouldn't have been alright. One percent of today, Mitch? Do you have one? Oh, probably just the old. Uh, I'm actually no. I'm actually gonna say the guy that stopped. Yeah, us. I agree. Um, that for sure was my one percent. Mm. That a guy stopped, went home, grabbed the chain breaker, came back. Yeah. Random moment. I enjoyed. I went and got a burger for dinner. And I was like, oh, wow, this sa- this music sounds like live violin. And I look up, and there's a guy playing live violin in the pastor and burger place. Wow. That was random, but great. Um, this morning... Yeah, they're, they're, my, cold. they're my moments. Yeah, this morning was freaking cold. Uh, we have some questions to quickly get into. Thanks for the feedback yesterday. I'm glad you've enjoyed the questions that we have received. Again, from uh, Miss Lulun, please also tell me how I can pronounce that better. Uh, But she said, if you were to go to a sports or hardware store and get three things to ease or simplify your trip, what would you get? Sports or hardware store? Yeah, to simplify the trip. Mm. Right now, I'd be a chain breaker. I'd probably get more Oki straps. Yeah. I would probably get, if I was at the sports store, I'd probably get leggings. Yeah. If I. Thermal leggings. Yeah, if I was to go to like a. Patagonia or REI I would what I'm looking for right now is someone that has lived in the cold and done adventure expeditions in the cold and has a proper understanding of what attire is necessary because I'm thinking 
it's cold enough to warrant wearing a down like a thin down jacket but wearing that for exercise is just not ideal mm. you know and yeah. if that gets wet you don't want wet down yeah know? so how do you deal with weather rain and without overheating so that's what I'm trying to balance uh, I think if I went to a place like Rafa, I'd definitely get maybe leg warmers right now. Cycling, I actually feel okay, but it's more so... When you stop. When I stop that, yeah. notice the cold. But we haven't hit super cold conditions cycling yet. But that's, I guess, at a sports store, that's what I'd be after. From a bike perspective, we've got a pump. we got the the tools for most part. You know what? Uh, probably a light. Better lights. Yeah. I think light. for me. And maybe a mount for a GoPro and phone. I don't have a GoPro currently. It's gone. But yeah. Mounts. Mounts. Lights. Clothes. That's the answer. For that one. Mint anymore? I was just going to throw in that today I found it tough going down hills into headwind yeah well, we had a headwind today and it's like well, oh also my bike's not shifting into the highest gear currently so i also need service because that's annoying um but yeah going down didn't mention yesterday we passed a thousand k's by the way we're at I, th- I think a thousand one hundred now but going downhill at when we normally cruise downhill at like 50 k's an hour and mm. now we can barely touch 30. Yeah. It's that. a shit feeling. <laughs> Going downhill slow sucks, especially after grinding up and you at least want some kind of... Reward. Reward. Uh, next question. If Trump really made serious with closing the WA border... Would that mean I'd get seven more cod, uh, podcasts up to Vancouver? Yeah, I reckon you would. Does that mean like we're going to take go any... around? I think you would. I think you would. The journey will have to extend. Yeah, there's... Even if we had to improvise, adapt. Overcome. Yeah. Yeah, I think the adventure, to be honest, is just beginning. We've just been warming up at the moment, so now, now we're going to have to really see what we're made of. <laughs> I feel like today we had to do what we had to do to get here, so it's still a valid day, you know, just because we didn't ride it. We still no, but that's like it. where the packing side of the bike, that's a word hyphenated together. It's not just biking, it's not just packing, it's like all part of the adventure and the fact that you have to still disassemble a bike build it again put it on the truck it's like it's not really cheating because your bike's and it's it's an extension of us right now yeah that's it so that's those two questions done is there any from Brucey today I don't think so um, I think we covered... Oh, no. Are we still going to Hawaii if the run is cancelled? 
uh, we still are going to Hawaii. That's where we fly out of on April 8th. I was thinking about this on the shower. I don't know what's going to happen with flights at the moment because obviously flights hold a lot of people on a plane. Jetstar is a budget airline. And yeah, I guess we'll work that out when we get to it. Uh, does that change your date at this stage? We don't know, but we still have to be on that flight on April 8th but we're not as pressed to be in Hawaii by April 2nd or 3rd. I think that's that. Anything else? Uh, what's Mitch's total weight loss? We don't have a, a scale yet. So this our last accurate reading was 63 kilos, which was four kilos. Down. Mitch but. reckons he's down. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely 61, 62 at the moment. Gee. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm eating a lot. Like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Today, one of my thoughts was I feel like I'm in a place to write book number two. That was an interesting feeling. And, yeah. I'll elaborate on that later, but I just feel like I could get some good writing done, and especially if I'm going back to Oz for an indefinite time till things settle, maybe that's my next creative project. And I also got asked yesterday to do an art exhibition, a photo exhibition in South Australia. So let's see how that one unravels too that's been a goal of mine for a while if it comes to life that'll be wild shout out to trey yeah thanks to trey <sighs> milf and gil for checking in on us facetiming us uh they said mitch is just a pricking balls at the moment because there's nothing left of him but his pricking balls if <laughs> 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 they got all the way through the podcast to hear that you guys are legends but uh thank you for always checking in with us we would happily happily homeschool you kids if that's we might if if it gets blocked we might have to go back yeah if we get blocked in wa and can't get around to vancouver and not allowed into vancouver or can't fly back to australia we're coming back to you I think you'll you'll see us settle down in San Francisco for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, dearie me, dearie me. Anything more to add? No. Don't have a yeah. We haven't looked at the weather yet. Uh, I think it's going to be raining from midnight tonight. It's started. I don't. I really couldn't tell you what that means. I couldn't. I could not tell you. So I'm going to dip my finger in some peanut butter and call it a night. Bye. Bye.